Hey guys, it's Nuri. You're listening to Certified Nonsense, and happy 2023. I hope that you all had a great, safe, fun New Year's, and if you didn't, well, there's always next year. There is always 2024, so here's to hoping. <laughs> um, I am going to talk about productivity today, and it's kind of a big topic for me right now and I thought of this episode because I've been a lazy motherfucker at my parents' house for the last three weeks. There's been a lot of holiday festivities, eating, movie watching, chilling in my pajamas, waking up at noon, and it's time to turn my life around because I'm starting my first, my first, my last semester of university and that shit will not fly with my degree. So we need to uh, put a, put an end to that immediately. So I have written down a few things that I usually follow and think of that'll hopefully help you out if you're trying to be a more productive person. And before we get into that, let's talk about my New Year's. Because it's all about me. Uh, I'm just joking. I wish you guys could talk to me, but unfortunately this mic is one-sided. Um, I spent my New Year's in my PJs, chilling, watching the ball drop, and I wouldn't have had it any other way. I have went out, I think, every single New Year since I was, like, 14, and, no, maybe not 14, since I was, like, 15, 16, maybe? I don't know. About the time when I started drinking Black Flies, that was when my life took a wrong turn. Um... Around when I was like 16, I probably started going out partying on New Year's and I really haven't stopped since. Well, I stopped partying, but on New Year's, it's been kind of constant. So I have decided to stay in this past New Year's and it was it was good. You know, it's sometimes nice to just relax and not have to worry about going to the bar, waiting in the line finding a cab, paying for the alcohol, like, there is a lot of pros to staying in, and that just seemed very, um, desirable to me this year. So, actually, I didn't even really watch the ball drop, we put it on, and it was an hour behind, or it was an hour, yeah, it was an hour behind, because I live in the east coast of Canada, and there is a time difference between here and New York, so I didn't actually get to watch the ball drop, but, you know, it was on. And, by the way, just a quick thought, I cannot believe that those people in the crowds at the New York City ball drop were waiting there since, like, the morning. That sounds like my absolute worst nightmare. And all power to them, like, you really have some willpower if you're willing to stand on your feet in the cold in New York, surrounded by all of those people and the rats, and just wait there. Like, where do you eat? Where do you pee? I don't understand how that works, because it's not even just like a few hours. Like, I'm thinking of when I used to go to music festivals, and I would be in the crowd, and sometimes you have to wait a couple hours for your favorite artist if you want to be kind of close to the front. So, you know, you kind of just wait it out. If you 
really gotta pee, I guess you have to leave. But actually, I have seen some people, never mind, not go to the bathroom. That's all I'm gonna say. But you, it's usually fine. But the ball drop, that's more than a few hours. You're waiting there since the crack of fucking dawn. So maybe that should be my New Year's resolution is to swear a little less. <laughs> be more ladylike. I'm just joking. Anyway, uh, let's get into my list of productive things that you could be doing. So I would like to consider myself a pretty productive person. To be honest, I've always been a non-procrastinator for better or for worse. Mostly for better, but there are some downsides to it. You'd be surprised. And I've always been very good at getting things done on time. So whenever I have an assignment due and it's due in two weeks, I'm going to try to get that done the night that it's assigned, to be honest. Um, If I have something that I need to do, like an essay, I'm going to write that on the first three nights just to get it done. If I have something to do like doing my laundry, it's getting done the minute I think of it and I have time. And that sounds like a really good thing. And most of the time, it is. And I think it's a bit of an unpopular trait. I think most people struggle a bit with procrastination, but I usually am pretty good with with it if I'm kind of in my groove and I'm in my routine. And of course, it's not just like a natural character trait that I was just born with. I think it was being able to construct my routine and being organized and I think that has helped me. Of course, I think I'm also just kind of a perfectionist and a naturally organized person, but there are some things that I do to to maximize that. There are some downsides though, and I'm going to tell you guys the downsides. Um and it's that I'm pretty impatient when it comes to certain things. And that includes something like I don't know, let's say I have a nail appointment booked. I need my nails done immediately, as soon as I think of it, because I, I, I don't like to procrastinate, and I know that it's not even the same thing. Like, it's not the same thing as just putting pushing things off. But I feel like it kind of plays into my impatientness. Like, I just need things to get done immediately. But we're talking about the good things in this episode, so ignoring that. All right, first thing on my list to maximize your productivity. And that's to, as corny as it sounds, understand that it will not be a perfect journey. Sometimes you just need an unproductive day and that's what your body and brain needs. And as you need that as much as you need productive ones. So I think that when people usually think of productivity, you think of like those 5 a.m. morning routines and people waking up every single day and doing yoga and making themselves a smoothie bowl. And you just think like, okay, well, if I start doing that and I miss one day, then I'm a failure and I don't even think I should continue. And it's really hard not to be a perfectionist with your routine, but I think once you realize that it's not something that you should be forcing yourself to be doing, it's more of a lifestyle change, you might be a little bit easier on yourself. So you really need to understand that it's not going to be every single day that you're going to be utilizing every second and making sure that it's getting stuff done. Like, it's not going to be like that. And I would actually be concerned for your mental health if you 
genuinely were just working every second of every day and running errands every second of every day. You need some time to relax for your hobbies, to scroll on your phone, and it's all about balance. So that's my first point. The next thing on my list is to set realistic goals. So if you're planning out your day, which you should definitely be doing, um, I have an agenda that I write everything that I need to do that day. And if I know that I have an appointment in two weeks, I'm going to go to that date and write it down. And that's kind of how I organize my life. I would actually be lost without that book, which is slightly concerning, but you need to set some realistic goals. So don't write down that you're going to uh, do your laundry, finish every single task for work, uh, get your nails done, go pick up your kid from the babysitter, and then go get married, save a burning village, and adopt every orphan in the orphanage. Don't write that down because it's not realistic. Let's divide those tasks up into different days over the span of a few days, over the span of a week maybe. You know yourself best if you know that you're not going to get all of that done in two days. It's okay to just divide it up into a few more. Uh, and if, on the other hand, if you think that you can do more than whatever, then add a few more things. It's all about designing your days so that it fits your lifestyle and your abilities. So everything is personalized and it's realistic uh, compared to your own lifestyle. And it'll feel really good to actually accomplish every single thing on your to-do list. But it's also okay if you don't. Um, Usually if I don't finish something or I didn't have as much time as I thought I did, then I'll just push it to the next day or the next available day that I can do that thing. Okay, next on my list is find what's causing your unproductivity and set some boundaries. For me, sometimes that's my phone. I like to do this thing where my thumb scrolls on that freaking screen for hours on end and it drives me up the wall. So I need to set some boundaries with my phone sometimes. Maybe that includes just realizing, okay, it's been 30 minutes since I've been on freaking TikTok. Let's just get off and actually be a real human being in the real world. Or... I sometimes crochet for a really long time. I got really into crochet over the Christmas break. Um, So the other day, for some reason, I decided to crochet for like eight hours. And mind you, my posture was, it was uh, the letter C, you know, it was, it was scoliosis. Um, So I thought, okay, this is not okay. It cannot happen again. And I also didn't do anything else but make a freaking hat that day. So I, the next time I decided to crochet, I put an alarm and I said, okay, one hour. That's all you're getting to crochet. Oh my God. What has my life come to where I need literally need to set an alarm so that I stop crocheting? I am only 23 years old, but I act like an 84 year old. Anyway, Yeah, so maybe whatever that is for you that's causing your unproductivity, you need to set some boundaries. And if that means just, if you have enough self-control to just be like, all right, I'm not going to do that because it makes me unproductive, good for you. Most of us need a little bit more push than that. So if that is 
setting an alarm and writing a message to yourself, future self, to stop doing that thing, maybe that has to be the case. If it's getting rid of the thing entirely, maybe that has to be the case too. But find what is causing you to be unproductive and what makes you not get the things on your to-do list done and you need to change it because change is not going to come with the same routine. It's going to have to take some alterations to whatever you're doing, even though that may feel a bit uncomfortable or not fun at times, it needs to get done. So that's my advice. Next, we already talked a little bit about procrastinating. I'm going to talk about it again. I personally don't really struggle with procrastinating because I'm impatient and I need to get things done. But if you do struggle with procrastinating, start little and work your way up. Um, This kind of goes hand in hand with setting some realistic goals and understanding that every day isn't going to be perfect. But if you're a huge procrastinator, like you leave every single thing to the last minute, start with a little thing. So maybe challenge yourself to say, all right, well, the first thing, even if I procrastinate every other task in my life, let's not procrastinate my laundry. If it gets to this point in my hamper, I have to do the laundry. And that's my only task for the next week. So start little and then maybe add another task the next week and say, okay, the next assignment that I get, I have to do it at least three days before it's due, you know? So start little, add a few things, and work your way up. And it's okay if you don't get it done. It's okay, just pick back up and start over. Um, That's my advice about procrastinating. Maybe it's horrible advice, I don't know. And my next piece of advice is setting priorities. So I think that productivity really comes with hand-in-hand with organization skills. So it's deciding what needs to get done and what would I like to get done today. So if you decide what actually really, really, really needs to get done, then you're able to prioritize those tasks and force yourself kind of to get the things that you need to get done that day. And then you have some things that are kind of like nice to get done things. So I would organize your tasks that way. That's kind of what I do. Like if I decide to go to the gym that day and I don't get to the gym because it's just not feeling it or maybe I don't have time, then I don't beat myself up over that because that is in my just nice to do things. And as long as I get the things that I really, really wanted to get done that day, then I don't beat myself up over it. But it's nice to have those extra tasks in case you are really killing it and you get every single thing done on your list. And then you have extra things and you are already organized and prepared for if you have extra time. So prioritize your list. Next, when you plan your days, I really highly suggest using pen and paper. And I know that some people use things like Notion and maybe their Notes app on their phone or Google Calendar or whatever. And if that works for you, obviously stick with it, please. But if it doesn't work for you, I really think that you should just go back to the good 
tried and true pen and paper. That's what works best for me personally. It's a physical thing that I am looking at. It's in my handwriting. I'm holding myself accountable. And I remember to look at it every day because I'm opening it and I don't need to open an app to go check what I need to do and forget. So that's personally what works best for me. And I would suggest that to anybody, honestly, um, is to use an agenda or a journal. So that is my advice. All right. The last thing on my list to maximize your productivity is to start your day right. I think just like the good old saying, breakfast is the most important meal of your day because it starts off your day. I think that starting your day off right can really change the trajectory of your whole day. So when you wake up in the morning If you really, really wanted to go and run to the grocery store before work, just do it. Just say, you know what, this one thing, even if the rest of the day goes down the shithole, just go to the grocery store. I can guarantee you that you are going to feel phenomenal. You're going to feel amazing. And maybe that won't motivate you to get the rest of your tasks done, but at least you got it, you got the first thing on your list done that day. And maybe tomorrow you're going to add another thing to that list after the first thing that you do. So if you have a solid morning routine or uh, something that you want to get done in the morning and you get it done, I think that seriously just motivates you to get the rest of your day straight as well. For example, when I wake up in the morning and I decide to actually get up and get ready for the day, even if I'm not leaving my apartment for a bit, getting dressed and maybe doing a bit of stretching or going for a walk, making myself breakfast, checking my emails, like all those things before I'm actually supposed to do anything. My honest thought is just you may as well just keep this up and do the rest of your day right. And it's just that little push that I need, that little burst of energy that I need to actually feel good and have a productive day. So I suggest altering your morning routine if you don't have one to fit your lifestyle because not everything needs to be like the same every single day or like 100 million things before it's even 8 a.m. But even just waking up in the morning and making your bed and taking a shower, that could be it for you. If if that's already something that you struggle with, that could be the only two things. And that's awesome and that's amazing and it could still start you off on the right foot. So those are my suggestions if you are struggling with productivity. Um, I'm back in my university town and I'm ready to start my second semester of this year and I also need to take my own advice because I've been a lazy bum for the last three weeks so just getting out of the holiday season let's start the year off on the right foot (laughs) I wasn't sure what I was gonna say there for a second all right that's the end of this episode thank you guys so much for listening of course and I'll talk to you in the next one Bye.